As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, hey, Wabs, you made it. How's it going? What do you mean I made it? I'm, I've been in your basement for the past, like, two months. Okay, I don't... We don't... I mean, <laughs> anyone who's listened to the last, you know, special from last year would already know that fact. And I didn't know you were going to drop such a, you know, historic and um, lore-creating part of this right in the beginning as we're at this Christmas party that's not at all, uh, you know, nothing bad will ever happen in it, right? No, no, nothing ever bad happens in our Christmas parties. And just to to make sure that our lore is uh, cohesive throughout the years, um, we refurbished the the basement from the Nictacular dungeon, the He Who Shall Not Be Named dungeon, into something that I could live in. Um, that's what that's what was happening for a couple months. That's why we took a break in summer. But that's that's where I've that's where I've been myself, at least in the refurbished basement, as we all know. Yes, I will say, however, uh, it's actually funny that you bring him up. Um, you know, since he is, you know, such a, uh, I was going to say Grinch, but what's, what's the other one? The Scrooge? Yeah. Um, uh, yes. Uh, he, he has decided that, um, with no appearance, you know, unless we pay an appearance fee, he will not should be showing up at this party. Um, <gasps> I love that. Yeah. The one person that has to pay for entry. Yeah, there you go. Everyone else is here for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there you go. Stuck stuck uh you know doing whatever evil things he's doing uh well uh labs uh i feel i feel like the ground's shaking a little bit here what what's wait what's happening right now what were those renovations that you were actually doing down there uh this is not at all a rick and morty spoof in any way uh whatsoever um don't sue us uh oh no the 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 basement there's uh there's there's i hear some
Wabs, I'm uh, whoa, what, what happened? I, I'm uh, I'm, not, I'm feeling lightheaded a little oh, bit. Oh man, was it me? Were you asleep too? I thought I was asleep, but uh, you know, and I thought of we were at home, but uh, all of a sudden, I, I like it looks like we're in a rocket ship and 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 we're in space. Wait, what? How would how do we get in a rocket ship? What? Wait, what's going on in that screen over there? Uh, oh, I, there's some kind of sounds. It, it kind of seems like the people that we invited are uh, they're ca- kind of wishing wishing us Merry Christmas. But I I don't know why they'd be doing that if we're not at the house. Yeah, did our house party did did we drink way too much at that house party? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, maybe maybe this are you are you even real right now? Um, Is anything real right now? This looks pretty real to me. So. Um, okay <laughs> got, gotta say it's real all right uh well let's uh let's maybe maybe we could get some idea of what happened or how we got here by uh you know listening a little bit more as to what people have to say all right let's watch for a little bit i'm glad we actually got an invite to the party this year nave we got an invite i'm just not hearing yeah. about this i just been following you around for hours because what is it robert in canada yeah, we I've been following you Canada. for 25 hours in my Kia Forte. Yeah, and I was driving my uh, my three-wheeled bicycle. Yeah, so it took even longer. What are we doing here? Uh, this is the ASAP Weekly Christmas Party, and I'm Philip from Gaming Together Quadra Podcast with my co-host Nave, which we, we introduce ourselves at every party we walk into. Yes, very loudly. So, Nave, you know it is Christmas, right? It is November. And what really gets me in the mood for Christmas is playing games together with my friends and family. So I thought we could talk about, you know, games that people could break out when they got family over and just have a good time. You have any ideas for some good games? Uh, the Dark Pictures Anthologies. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> That's a bit mature. Like, you know, there's a lot of kids usually at people's houses. Yeah, well, the Dark Pictures Anthologies aren't like hardcore. They're pretty gruesome. There's a lot of blood and strong language. Are they? I don't know. But those games, they are up to five-player co-op, and it's past the controller co-op. So once the kids go to bed, I guess, just uh, get out the popcorn, get out the wine, name each character after some kind of horror movie person, or name them yourself. I don't care. Do whatever you want. But everyone gets to play for about 20 minutes at a time and then experience the little roller coaster ride that is those games. And there's many of them. So there are many flavors at this point. There's one where you are in Iraq as an American soldier. How oh fun. <laughs> there's one where there's like some uh, Blair Witch Project stuff going on. Yeah. Or there's ones where you go into a spooky undersea ship or something. I don't remember. Like a ghost, ghost ship. Ghost ship. Ghost ship. Yeah, that's the first one. You know, I was thinking more of like a good kind of group party game, like the Jackbox games. I'm sure lots of people heard of those at this point. But I know those are always pretty pretty lit in my house when we have family over for the holidays or just a, a group party together you're a Jabbox fan right yep got all of them oh one through eight right nine i don't know there's so many of them. nine there's nine now yeah came out this year i think yeah well i mean not to just be an advertiser for jackbox but it's just a collection of party games and everyone's got a cell phone right you have phones right that's what, a, what do you people don't have phones yeah that's it that's a diablo thing and you guys play on the same big screen. It's really great. Especially, I think I think it's the fourth one, maybe, has like a rap game with robots in it. And my kids just love that one. Because the whole point is you write a rap, and then it has like a voice-to-text thing, and the or the robot says your rap that you write. 
I'm ruthless. I never lose that game. I crush <laughs> people. I crush oh, well, yeah, the them. Just make like a diss track to basically trounce the other person. Yeah, the rap battles. All right, so Nave, what if there's only like two of you? What if it's a lot smaller affair? Maybe you and your significant other are just having a quiet night in during these winter Overcooked. Moments. Overcooked? Really? Overcooked. <laughs> Break you, up. Dicks <laughs> are so brutal. All right, listeners at home, dear ASAP Weekly listeners, Overcooked is a the ultimate party arcade cooking simulator experience. Picture like you know, yeah, the old classic diner dashes. Well, this is like that, but you have to move around and actually make all the dishes and follow recipes it is brutal and funny it is very funny it's very cute too very cute game well besides that like why would you recommend overcooked because it's funny and you're gonna argue it's gonna test your relationship you said specifically you're with your loved one well you've got to have some strain on the relationship so that you can see what they're like under pressure right oh god yeah you got to test them a little well see okay i was going down the same road when you're with your significant other and I was thinking of, damn, what's that game called? Uh, I don't know. It takes two. That game's too long. Is it? Even if it's too long, as long as you can make it to like the second chapter with the squirrel level, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, probably. That's all. I mean, it takes two is the, I don't know, one of the epitome of couch co-op experiences you can have right now on modern consoles. And it's on Game Pass. So I think everyone can just download that, pop, that little puppy, play it. Uh, I'm a big, uh, what's the guy's name? Cody. I'm a Cody main myself. The nose and the narc is what we call them. I don't remember their names. No, that was the way out. Oh, I'm getting them confused. <laughs> and now for our final recommendation, the game you play with the kitties. <laughs> what game do you recommend to play with the kids? Mortal Kombat 11. No, uh, how about, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. The game That's is a really tight. Good one. Yeah, that would actually be really cool. Five player co-op, right? Five, six? I think it's six, but I don't know if you can connect six controllers to your Xbox. I'm not sure about that. Why not? I bet you could. I haven't tried. I've never tried. I don't even have six controllers. Yeah, that's that's a good question. But yeah, we played through Strider's Revenge. It's not that long. You could probably get through to one sitting if you really wanted to. And the music is awesome. Yeah. Who doesn't like turtles? I don't like I don't like turtles. I'm more of a oh, salamander no. guy myself. Iguanas. Yeah. No shell club. Well, for playing with the kids i would recommend human fall flat as my my choice of game it's only two-player co-op which is unfortunate but if you just take turns handing the controller around be like all right here climb over this one wall for me that one wall could be hours of fun or frustration depending on their patience levels yeah i mean you can always just help them out whenever they need it because you know like not, not everyone can beat every section you'd be like all right here give it to me and then you beat it real quick then hand the controller back to him like now i want to see you struggle to move this rock up a hill for 30 minutes that was our experience as philip just soloed every single level and i just struggled well, is, and never learned I'm anything pretty, i'm pretty sure human fall flat has a christmas level in it that's santa themed you know what else has a christmas level in it yakuza what? yakuza is just a christmas oh, yakuza is the diehard of video games just because or there's Christmas movies. in it? Yeah, it's all in Christmas. Hmm. Most oh, of them yeah, are. I forgot about that. Wait, no, hold on. Let's not get into Yakuza right now. Hey, guys. Elias here. Starting this off with a nice little Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. I hope you're having a great time with your loved ones, family, friends, uh, all those great people. Happy New Year uh, coming up in the 
very shortly. It's been a good time uh, getting to know all of the members of the ASAP community. Obviously, I've, I've been here, I wouldn't say for, since the beginning, uh, but within the first year of the podcast and seeing it grow to over 200 episodes has just been really cool. Uh, being able to meet so many cool people and in the case of World Championship this year, I guess putting a, na- a face to a lot of the names, which has been really awesome. It's been... It's been really cool. It's been really fun. Everyone has just been great to know, great to talk to, and I look forward to playing with all of you in in the new year and hopefully meeting many more people and seeing where the podcast goes from here. I guess we're keeping it short and sweet today, but yeah. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, and much love to everyone. Bye, guys. Hello, lovely people. It is us. It is the boy Messi, and here we have... Me, Cursor, the Magnificent, or the... Ever studious or whatever title you want to give me. The bad? Yeah. The, the Poggy. The there we go. I like that. <laughs> Curse of the Poggy. And we, we are here to just wish all of y'all happy holidays, whatever you celebrate, Christmas, Hanukkah, or whatever. Or if you don't celebrate. Or if don't celebrate awesome non-celebrate times. <laughs> just awesome Pog. Go to work. Get double, paid double time Pog. Yeah. But, we're just here to let you all know. Y'all are great. We appreciate y'all listening to the podcast, subscribing to the Patreon, and just Max. in general, just being absolutely lovely, lovely people. And That's nice. this episode is to celebrate not just y'all, not just us, but everybody who's been part of the community for as long as it has been. Whether you joined yesterday or you joined at its inception, we appreciate every single one of you equally, and we want y'all to know. That's facts couldn't have said it better myself yeah so but uh yeah you know be safe enjoy responsibly (laughs) yeah make sure you guys uh make sure you guys really set aside some time to you know disconnect from your screen spend some quality time with some loved ones that's super important so just keep that in mind but that's all i got yeah, and one more tidbit I'll add is just love all of y'all, and I think y'all know that, and I, I appreciate Lazio giving me the opportunity to join the podcast this year. It's been amazing being able to talk about and nerd about esports, because, you know, I love esports, and we don't talk about the team I support, but... <laughs> <laughs> but this year has been amazing going to Worlds, and... The winter major from last season was amazing, meeting so many lovely people, but it's just about everybody. Everybody in the Rocket League community, except, I don't know, I just can't put it into words. I love all of y'all, all of y'all are great, and hope you have good Rocket League games and good time with your family during these holidays. May Santa bless you with a hundred boost pad. May Santa bless you with good teammates. Mm, mm, there it is. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but <laughs> that'll it's it's a little short and sweet. But that'll be all from us and I hope 
they'll have a fantabulastic time during yes, these sir. times. <laughs> yes, sir. I myself am actually about to run back upstairs and spend more time with family, so. <laughs> I'm about to drive like 45 minutes to go be with family, sir. <laughs> but from me and from the homie, we wish y'all very happy holidays, or if you don't celebrate, very happy just regular day. Vacation. And make sure to set some reasonable goals for next year. Don't get overzealous now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you already hit your goals. Clorox hitting champion. I see you out there. I see you. Chaos Maker hitting up into Diamond 2. I see you. I see you. Just a couple of names. Mm-hmm. I see y'all grinding. Curse hitting GC2. Okay, okay, okay. But <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't we don't talk about me. I'm I'm Garbo. So. <laughs> but but. Th- that'll be all from us. I hope y'all have a lovely lovely time with your family. Or if you don't have spend time with your family, you got a pet or how? Just hit one of us up. We'll be there. We can talk. So that's facts. I will make time for you all. I will. I'll do it. Go ahead, DM me. Challenge me. I dare you. <laughs> do it. Do it. But I've been. I've been, ta- I've been babbling on, and this this okay. will be all from us. So, from the bottom of my heart, I wish y'all good boost, good teammates, and good holidays. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, well, those were some very lovely wishes from the people we know, but does it does it give us any idea as to uh, how we got here and how to get back? Um, they were adorable, but how how would they have given us any information here? Like, they weren't talking about us flying off into space, blasting off again. Blasting off again? Yeah. That's definitely not going to be relevant in the future. No, um, no. Nothing bad ever happens in the in, during the Christmas episode and our Christmas party, and then we just suddenly appear here, and you know we, we've never blasted off again, so we're fine. We're I fine. always feel like I, f- I feel like the writers this time around just decided, you know, they were living their lives too happily last year, and uh, we're yeah. the main character. We have the main character energy this time, you know. We do have main character. In- uh, wait. I, speaking of main character, weird transition. Speaking of main character energy, what's that outside the window? Are those Rocket League cars flying by? Could be, could be. I I don't know why there's also like a giant head that kind of like looks like a 50s villain going by too. That's bizarre. Uh, wait, wait, what's that in front of us? Wait. Uh, th- uh, that... Uh, why is the ship know. moving again? Why is I, why is the ship moving again? We're 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 supposed to you know get back to Earth to, to our party. That that's what we're gonna. Why are we kind of getting drawn in here? I think we're going in the wrong direction. We want to go back, right? How do we get? How do we get out? Um, uh, what is this massive thing that looks like uh, math equations that's sucking us in? <laughs> oh God, it's math equations that's sucking us in. It's a wormhole. Well, it's a wormhole. No. <laughs> At least we aren't. Oh, this is kind of weird. That was a really smooth transition. I thought it would, you know, be a lot more aggressive and, you know, stretchy spaghetti slash pancakey. Yeah, we're we're kind of floating slowly towards this planet now. Like, this is really nice descent. Why why couldn't this have been, you know, Earth? But I, this planet looks kind of cool. It's like a, I mean, I think we have to blame the mechanic for whoever built our basement ship here. Uh, what who, do you mean blame? This is like a marvel of technology. 
No, because the you know we we got knocked out flying into space, but now we're just you know now the natural space is doing a better job of making the ship comfortable to oh. fly. All right, than anything yeah, the ship right. was made. You're I right. mean, we can always blame Nick Tackler. Hashtag. It's always Nick Tackler's fault. It's always his fault. Uh, but yeah, it looks like we're we're landing on this new planet now. Uh, kind of got drawn in by the gravity after going through the wormhole. This this was such a nice landing. This is beautiful. Want to want to go see if we can walk outside for a little bit? Yes, as long as uh, you know, uh, we don't we don't see anything uh, from the original No Man's Sky, because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise I'd be very bored. Uh huh. Uh huh. So you you want to see something is what I'm what I'm hearing. I want it to be randomly generated, but also actually be something interesting and creative, and not and not the same thing over and over again. Uh huh. Speaking of something interesting or creative and totally randomly generated. Um, what are these creatures that we're seeing here? Is that an electric mouse I see? Is, that looks like a fat electric mouse. I'll be honest. It does look like a, a fat yellow electric mouse. We should probably stay away from it. All right. I think after 25 years, it'll go away naturally and everyone will be very <laughs> sad at its sudden disappearance. And it's whoever is its master will also be very sad that he, the mortal 11 year old is also leaving. Why did you just like try and make me cry there for no reason? In something that i have no idea what you're talking about yes uh what are oh, all these other creatures they're kind of dragging us along to a certain place why are we really following them right now i guess they're like really cute so kind of fair hey listen as it. long as long as we don't appear with 2000 cgi in front of us and there's three <laughs> giant birds we're probably fine okay okay it's probably fine right um we're not wearing like ours on our our shirts we're not getting you know, we do have rocket league logos on our shirts but we don't we're not wearing ours we're not blasting off again. Wait. Well, did you? I mean, I did say that you know we should twin at the party, and so we did make an R and K, you know, twinsy uh, T-shirts design um, for the party. So uh-huh. we do have a giant R on one of our, you know, selves. I'm not happy it's not one. me. Uh, Maybe you should stay away from that yellow electric rat creature thing. Ah! <laughs> Oh, hey, look, a TV. Yes, yes, a TV that <laughs> I powered on, all right, but being ele- by being electrocuted by this mouse thing. Hi there, welcome to uh, the ASAP Weekly Pokemon Podcast Christmas Wishes. Merry Christmas, everyone, or happy holidays, happy Yule, happy solstice, all the different holidays that fall in this month of december yeah merry christmas happy holidays whatever you do or don't celebrate and you know hope you have time with uh, friends and family yeah uh how are you doing this uh holiday season tristan i'm doing pretty good what about what about you i'm doing well um looking forward to having uh multiple christmas dinners with my family this weekend Ooh, i feel that i'm uh, actually I'm actually slightly more excited for the after Christmas part because I'm seeing friends for New Year's and then I'm going on vacation afterward and it's just gonna be nice. Yeah. Um I have multiple Christmas dinners because uh my family does uh my dad's traditions on Christmas Eve and my mom's traditions on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, that that would do it. Um Yeah. Uh I think I can speak for Robert as well. I know he's doing his own part of this whole holiday message, but I think for his 
capacity on this specific podcast, he also wishes you a happy holiday. Yeah, he's like the uh, like our holiday mastermind. He's like the Grinch, but in reverse. <laughs> I, yeah, so I guess if Christmas. he's the reverse, well, he's, the, he's the reverse. He's the Grinch, Grinch for the second half of the movie. Yeah, I was gonna say if he's if he's a full on reverse Grinch, it means he starts with very very good intentions, but manages to ruin it by the end. So maybe not. Yeah, I think we have a bit more faith in him than that. <laughs> uh, so we thought we would add in a bit of discussion on recent Pokemon news because some rather big stuff came out. Namely yeah. that Ash Ketchum, 10-year-old boy, did it. has finally retired. He did it. He's he's no longer every employer's dream employee because he's now retired at the ripe old age of 10, but also 28. Yeah. I'm not really sure how time works in the Pokemon universe, uh, but... Uh, after his many long, less than a year of Pokemon battling, he has finally uh, hung up his belt of Pokeballs and passed on to a younger generation, who are probably going to be like six. Then <laughs> I, I did. I did see. I did see um, a tweet about that suggesting that the single funniest thing Nintendo could do for the anime going forward is pretend that the entirety of Pokemon canon has happened in one year. <laughs> Which is great because, like, there's multiple holiday episodes. Yeah, I mean, like, uh... so like you're just it, it implies that Ash is like rapidly traveling between regions for like Valentine's Day. Look, so on the very first day, uh, Ash saw Ho Oh, and then Ho Oh cursed him to live like 28 years in a single year. <laughs> you know uh, what? That that's, is, yeah. that's the new canon explanation. Um, I'm here for it. Honestly, I mean that. I mean he deserves to be Chris because he saw Ho before Ho was like. No, it's Pokemon. true. My man so, got the inside leaks. Yeah, like you know, we, we gotta pu- we gotta punish the leakers over at Game Freak. Oh, so, true. I, uh, I saw. Ash- I've seen a lot of speculation because they have they have um, released the new Antec or Antec best. They have not. They've shown off the new protagonists, I should say, and I don't remember the boy's name. It's like Roy or something. Uh, yeah. So, and I know her. Uh, we I have the, seen. We do. Ha- we have. We. Have, I don't want to call them twins because I don't think they're twins. But we have dual protagonists now. We've got Rico, which people keep calling her Rika, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, it's Rico and Roy are the two of them. Yes. And there's a lot of speculation because elements of Rico's design are shared between her and Ash. So people are like, wow, is she Ash's kid? And I, they might go there, but I don't think they want to account for that kind of, like, time skip. Because it would be really weird if Ash just jumped from, like, because the anime is on, what? It's it's just ending um, Galar, right? Maybe? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think so. So it's not impossible that they might skip to Scarlet and Violet being an actual, like, 20 years down the line something. I just don't see it as super likely, though. Yeah, and then they'd have to, like, address uh, who her mom would be? I think it's been suggested. That apparently there's Pokemon Word of God. I don't trust me on this because I'm taking it secondhand. Uh, but people are insisting that Word of God says that Serena is meant to be his canon love interest. Because she's the only one that's ever, like, been written to really, really show actual interest as opposed to, like, 
passing yeah. stuff. But yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I can that, see it. Yeah, I can see that one. That one would be fine with me. Um, I, you know, I know it, that's controversial. It, it's just weird because they'd have to like. It, it'd just be weird because they'd have to either answer the question. No, or exactly. What yeah. I feel like Pokemon, what the Pokemon company would do, is because I'm cynical. Is uh, <laughs> her mom would be dead? No, <laughs> we're taking we're taking the Disney approach. Yeah. Do not do not anger the mouse, whether it's Mickey or Pikachu. Ash met a person. Who that person is, what they look like, doesn't matter. They're deceased. I should I should actually I should I should talk about that. I was just thinking about that. I saw I saw a thing the other day where it was talking about Pikachu was meant to be like a chipmunk. Huh. It, it's like if you look at it, right? It shares yeah, a lot I of can, its design it. with its with a chipmunk. And basically what happens is it was designed to be like a chipmunk, and that's why it's got like the cheek pouches for electricity. Oh, and then no, basically someone someone at Game Freak was like, nah, it's a mouse. We're calling it a mouse. And it's like, oh, alright, I mean, I guess that's I mean, that's I mean, that just kind of flies for the design process of early Game Freak. No, it's true. Especially because, like, Syndical's a fire mouse despite very, very clearly being a hedgehog. Yeah. And or some you know, kind like of like that being whole, like <laughs> design I, I guess, is hedgehog. Yeah, which becomes like a badger. But yeah, like <laughs> I mean, that's the least weird. No, like, I'm here for it. I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm just. I'm just saying. I think we need more hedgehog Pokemon. Quilladin. Quilladin was very close, but then I was disappointed with Chestnut. And then, yeah. um, I mean, Tornamaru. is good. We're stuff, all though. disappointed with Chestnut. No, it's true. I maintain to this day that they accidentally like swapped its shiny sprite for the regular sprite, and yeah. by the time they realized their mistake, they just they're just like play it cool, everyone. No one needs to know. <laughs> the game had already <laughs> shipped. They're like, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see with two new protagonists. Yeah. Uh, it kind of makes me kind of want to like see how this plays out. I, I do kind of want to watch it. I've been meaning to catch up because apparently as of I think as of Sun and Moon, I've heard it really, really had like a renaissance. Yeah, like, where like it had that art style shift which was controversial, but mm-hmm. uh, but like, once you uh, got accustomed to that from what I heard like, the actual quality of the anime really picked up. Yeah, I heard it was like really good. And I'm, I'm not saying like older seasons were bad, but I'm like there's a difference between like this is an anime for its own sake, and this is very clearly selling a product. And I feel yeah. like it's shifted more from to the former from the latter since Sun and Moon. At least is my understanding. So I would like yeah. to... Yeah, like, I have someday. a soft spot for X, Y, and Z, and... Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, Advanced Battle is the best theme song ever created. No, that's very clearly Johto, I'm sorry. We can't get into this. We're, we're, <laughs> we're trying to have a happy Christmas. It's true, it's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to be interested to see how this plays out, because at least if they have two protagonists, then we can stop having the, uh, disposable female character. No, it's true. Dropped every season for the next person to, to replace them in the lineup. Yeah, it is, it is incredibly funny watching all sorts of. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say funny. It's a little bit mean. But I, I've seen all sorts of fan theories, where they're like, "What if 
Ash had to fight Giovanni, and that's how he retires because there's this this happens. I'm like, I, he doesn't really he doesn't have to though. Like we don't need a story about his retirement. Yeah, it's not like ten year old Ash got an arrow to the knee and had to retire. Yeah. Like he can still show up from time to time. He's just not the focus anymore. Yeah, maybe maybe he's just like hanging out on uh, Mount Silver, you know. Someone With someone did suggest in the in their in their Giovanni plot that um, Red could have beaten him to it. Oh uh, yeah, would be I the forget anime that, first like... appearance for Red. It'd be really yeah. funny, but it would also be like I don't I don't know if they want to open that can of worms. This reminds me again that Red is technically a separate character. It's true. It's really it's really obvious if you read the uh the manga instead. Yeah. Which I, I definitely recommend. It's it's I have read a weirdly little bit. violent, but but still good. <laughs> yeah, that that's what I want from my Pokemon uh media these days. It is Weird it is violence. shockingly violent. Like I got I got a few chapters in and like there's a point where his Charmeleon just straight up mercs an Arbok. Like it gets cut into pieces. I'm like <gasps> <laughs> I I wasn't I wasn't banking on that, but I mean, there it is. Um, I'm I'm just holding out for the uh, time that Ash, uh, sorry, that Red goes to visit the Mill Tank uh, Butcher <laughs> to get some steaks. All right. Well, on that morbid note, <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Enjoy your Mill Tank steaks. <laughs> Um, Listen, and, Whitney's milk tank had it coming, and uh, you know, roast some pidgeots. Yeah, uh, and uh, we'll see you all the new year with uh, more content, more uh, explorations of weird side tangents related to Pokemon. Yeah, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. See ya. Merry Christmas. Hello ASAP family, this is Brody, or for those in the ASAP Discord, you know me as Chaos Maker. I have my brother Brandon with me. Hi ASAP family, in the ASAP Discord, I'm Zodiac22. From both of our families, we'd like to wish our extended ASAP family a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday Season. We hope it is a restful time and a time well spent with family. If you're a part of the ASAP Discord, you probably know that Brandon and I are big Pokemon card collectors and have continued our childhood fun well into adulthood. A big part of this is due to the fact that we now have kids of our own, and since this is a time where we celebrate with our families, we thought it'd be fun to include both of our sons. My son Everett is with me, and Brandon's son Roman is here as well. They're both seven years old. Say hi, guys. Hi. They love Pokemon just as much as we do. Brandon and I view Pokemon card collecting as a nostalgic hobby, but also as an investment. I'm an accountant by trade, and Brandon is a financial planner, and we both do some investing on the side. But I'm going to try not to spend very much time talking about the boring side of this. So just a little shameless plug and a little quick info. If anyone has any questions about card collecting or investments in Pokemon, you can find us in the ASAP Discord. Again, Chaos Maker and Zodiac22. Or you can find us on Instagram at PokeCenterGaming. But real quick, Brandon, give us a quick rundown of why we invest in Pokemon cards. Yeah, there's a few reasons. Uh, Pokemon is continuing to grow. Even after 25 years, it doesn't show any signs of stopping. Like all investments, there are ups and downs, but over time, Pokemon cards have continued to gain value. And in some cases, they double value in, in a few years. There are limited print runs, so you likely are holding on to a card or a set that someone else needs, 
And most of all, it's really just fun. Owning vintage sealed packs and watching them go up in value while also remembering what it was like to open them when they were much cheaper a long time ago is so nostalgic. Again, if you have any questions, come talk to us. We'd love to talk with you. Uh, now for a little bit uh, more modern Pokemon related things. Um, what are the stuff that you can buy and enjoy right now? It's Christmas time, so uh, what can we get for our kids? Right now in our house, it's the Pokemon games. Roman and Everett are enjoying their first Pokemon game experience with the new release of Scarlet and Violet. Everett, tell us what you like most about the new Pokemon game. Is that there's gym leaders that you can fight. <laughs> uh, Roman, what do you like? And that there's a whole bunch of Pokemon around. Oh, those are very good answers. And the nice thing is that we get to enjoy all of this with them. If it wasn't for our kids, I'm not sure we'd be collecting cards either. Roman and Everett, tell us what you like about collecting Pokemon cards. Roman, you first. That you you can battle with them. Yeah, do you ever let me win? Sometimes. Okay, good. <laughs> and what about you, Everett? Um, because, well, it, they're fun to collect. Good answers. I'm sure we'll get to enjoy a lot more Pokemon games and some more Pokemon booster packs over the holiday break. What do you guys think? Yes, yes. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap this up. Uh, we'd be remiss not to use this time to show our appreciation to the ASAP family. Lazero, Wabs, Cursor, Messi, thanks for keeping the podcast chugging along. Allies, thanks for epic Rocket League coaching. Too Much Space, thanks for partnering up and grinding the never-ending ranks of Rocket League with us. And to the extended ASAP family, whether Pokemon, Rocket League, or AOE, hope to meet you all in the future. Happy collecting and hope you catch them all. Talk to you guys later. Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Wow, that was that was a lovely uh, you know, best wishes from uh I guess I guess it's like a TV Pokemon. Is that even a thing? Was that I, was that a thing? Is, isn't it a thing? Isn't like Rotom just kind of the universal? Like that's definitely Rotom, right? But I like how they were like weird. We we you don't need batteries anymore. We just have a Pokemon that will endlessly power this for you. <laughs> That's not ethically problematic at all. Well, if it's an eternal power source, ethics be damned. <laughs> <laughs> true, um, true. Uh, but that was beautiful. That was incredible. Thank you so messages. much mm-hmm. for those messages. Although, uh, uh, Wabs, you know the uh, the Pokemon is starting to kind of skirt away and slowly getting away from this uh, this t- TV Pokemon here. It looks like they're scared. Why isn't the what's the TV Pokemon doing right now to scare them? Is it's not us, is it? Is your R you, more threatening than I thought? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Do you do you hear that? It it kind of it's getting louder. There's like a sound coming from the TV. Is that is that horses? I think I hear horses. I I also hear yelling. Lots of yelling. I uh, I don't I don't. Uh, 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 Wait, what kind of battle is this? Is this, I, I, this is I don't fight. know what kind this of battle, but we gotta move away. Ah, okay, well, there's way too much going on around me right now. Uh, Wabs, it looks like you're, Wait. you're, you're getting dragged away from me. Wait, Zero, no! Grab me! No! Go, 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 no! Go, go. Oh, man, one of, it looks like uh, some knights just grabbed me and put me in this dungeon, and I I, I don't know where Wabs went, but I hope I hope everything's okay. I I, I'm quite quite scared actually. It's it's it's, it's not every day that I'm in uh, handcuffs, where is it? And uh, 
I, I I'm a little scared though. Okay, I don't I don't I don't know if anything happened to Wabs, but uh, it looks like uh, the commander here he has something something to tell me. Hey Duke, this is Boxer Saint. I'm here with my friend, my coach, my team game pocket, Duke Canada. Hey, good to be here. Uh, I actually just listened to two episodes of this podcast on the on a bus ride, so I kind of know what you guys are doing here. I kind of sort of have an idea. So listen to two episodes, and now he's on it. Um, <laughs> that's how. That's about how it works. So Duke's, yeah, yeah. Duke's having the competitive scene with me. We do a lot of ladder runs and some tournament games together. So that we talk about that throughout the year what are you what are some of your your highlights your favorite moments from this year duke in the competitive scene there's yeah probably a couple i mean there's uh, i i find i experience age two different ways i experience it one as a competitive player and then two as a viewer of people you know watching people like the viper or leary or hera um as a player I I climbed 300 ELO, and I, I'm someone who really enjoys the grind. Um, I'm competitive in that way. Uh, I feel like I'm competing with myself most of the time, though, as opposed to anyone else. And just that process of, of refining my game over the course of a year was really, really great. And I felt I, I kind of reached my PB right before I left for Heidelberg. Um, which is probably my, my favorite viewership moment. So I, I went to Heidelberg, Germany for the Red Bull Volo tournament. And um, I met a bunch of amazing people, including some mutual friends uh, that you and I share. And I, I got to, you know, meet all the pros. And I got to hang out with, with everyone who went to Heidelberg. Everyone that we've seen on Twitch and Facebook and whatnot uh, was there. And it, it just felt like a huge celebration of this game that I invested so much time into over the last year and a half, two years. Uh, so that was a really, really cool moment and um, uh, something I'm, I'm going to hold dear for quite a while. Yeah. Heidelberg sounded like a good time. It's definitely on my bucket list to try to get some kind of a land event this year or next year. Uh, my passport expired, so I didn't even try this time <laughs> around. I, I think you would have liked the vibe. Um, it wasn't about how good you were as a player. It wasn't about whether you were a streamer or not, or if people knew you. Like there, there was no egotistical aspect of it. It was just, are you interested in the game? Do you care about this? You know, this this thing that we've all been collectively working on. Um, and if you they met that criteria, based on your ego, no, they didn't have color. No, no. <laughs> No, I mean, if if you were in the tournament, you got an armband, so everyone knew you were cool. But uh, aside from that, no. And it, it was amazing because we we kind of got uh, because of um, like some friends we have, we got to go to some of the cooler parties where all the pros were hanging out. And then uh, the the day after those parties, we went to the castle and we we actually like we were first in line and. Um, we got to sit in the front row and watch the whole tournament from the front row. You can actually find me 
and Roko and Kab Shao, who are other streamers in that front row on the broadcast, like you'll see us cheering. So that's, that, that was super fun. And, um, it's easy to find Cab Jow because he's the guy in a monk suit. Yeah, he was wearing a monk suit. Yeah. yeah, and um, every time we went to talk to someone after that, they're like, you're the guy in the monk suit. And I was like, yeah, I was the guy beside the guy in the monk suit. So it, it was super, super fun. And if anyone has a chance to go to a LAN, um, I, I highly recommend it. I guess the problem for you and I, uh, Boxer, is that we live in North America. And there's been next to no events in, in North America. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that changes as the AOE2 audience grows and there's there's more incentive to set something up in the U.S. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Uh, I'd say for me, the highlight, I'm obviously at my personal best as well. 13, I don't know what I'm at, 1350, 1360. I probably started this year at 1200. So 100, 150. Elo raise was nice. But in addition, I met a lot of people this year online. Uh, we mentioned Cap Joe. I met Cap Joe in person uh, on vacation a few weeks ago. So that was really neat. So it's nice to kind of meet people in the community, grow my my network, and, and not just have contacts, but have friends. Uh, so that's that's been an interesting change that maybe the first year of AOE, it was my second year. Maybe the first year I didn't have that much growth or that deep friendships. And that's been, that's kind of been my theme this year, I think. In yeah, I, uh, dominance. I agree with you. Age is so flat in the sense that you could be a 700 ELO or a 1K and play games the 2K3. Uh, that's, you know, a friend of a friend. And nobody cares. Nobody cares what your ELO is. It's just, are you are you willing to have fun and you know try to play flank or pocket or whatever, and and see how the game goes. Um, and sometimes I like having a seven hundred ELO on our team. Yeah, <laughs> it takes yeah. our team game ELO, and I get easier games. It, it makes the game less stressful. And also, if you lose, you're like, ah, it's okay. Like we were, you know, I couldn't, I, I couldn't make up for it. I don't like playing with the two K. Because I'm like, man, we're having hard <laughs> games. Like that day, we played. Uh, it wasn't Dogal. Who did we play? We did play Dogal. Oh wait, no, no, Kapoch. it was Kapach. Yeah, yeah. The, the day we played Kapach, that was interesting to see him in a team game. And we, yeah, we, we personally six feudal age archers ended our entire career. <laughs> Not like fifteen armless. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Um, I think just talking about you and me, I mean, we've been playing together for a year and we've been in this discord for a year. And I, I think we, we have a really tight group of friends. And I, when I say tight, I mean, like it's upwards of 20 people now who, you know, I can say, yeah, I'm, I'm friends with, and I, I know things about their lives and they know things about me and it's all centered around age. So maybe, um, echoing what you were saying earlier that they're, more than the first year of playing age, the second year, I found it really became a community and, uh, you know, a source of support. Yeah. I actually, some introspection here. I played a few nights ago and all of you guys were gone. And I kind of just sat in the Discord, waiting for somebody to show up. <laughs> and nobody showed up. I, did, I, I didn't like it that much. I, I played some team games. I played some quick matches. 
but I kind of realized thinking about it now, I really play this game to hang out with people. Not like I like I like the one v ones, and I like to grow my game, but it wasn't as fun. I <laughs> just play it by myself. So I would encourage everybody out there to find a group. You know, you can use use Reddit. You can use Twitch. Find some people. Get in some discords. And, uh, yeah, build out, build out your community here. I think it makes age a lot better. Yeah, definitely join a discord or find someone to play with. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be on the ranked ladder, but it makes the game so much more enjoyable. And, um... You're right. I think I think most nights I'm just signing on to hang out with uh, with the Discord that we hang on, we hang out in, and um, it's a really good experience. I mean, and we have so many great people in there now that it it really just feels like you're showing up to a party every single night, but you're in your living room in sweatpants. So yep. it uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Well, Duke, thanks for hanging out and. I'll need you in my pocket come January after holidays are over. And for everybody else, <laughs> have a great Christmas, Happy New Year's, all the other holidays. Enjoy yourself, enjoy your family, and uh, find yourself some AOE friends. And let's get, I need a catchphrase. Let's get swinging or something. Like <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you, Boxer. And uh, thank you to the podcast for having me on. And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year. Hey, this is Ben and Cursed from the Kings and Conquerors podcast. Yeah, that's me, Cursed. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, so, uh, Lazero invited us to, uh, yeah, just join the Christmas special and talk about a random topic. So, uh, Cursed, did, did you have any random topic in mind? Well, it's a Christmas special, right? Yeah. So, yeah, well, so I was thinking we should discuss some something Christmas related in the Age of Empires world. Mm-hmm. Now I'm wondering, what is the most Christmas-relating thing? Well, you had an idea, and I believe actually it's not really that Christmassy uh, over there. It's more traditional here in Europe. So we were thinking about the turkey unit. Indeed, the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it's related to Christmas. I'm not sure if it's everywhere in the world. Well, actually, I had an idea, of the, uh, thought about that. So I believe that um, here we do eat stuffed turkeys on, on Christmas, you know, at least Christmas Day. I don't know about you. Yeah. But uh, I think the, the Americans kind of like always, they adapt our traditions. Like they somehow made St. Nicholas into Saint, uh, Santa Claus mm-hmm. and did their own kind of thing, a different date. I think they took this Christmassy turkey thing and they made Thanksgiving out of it, where they are really have the, the classic turkey. Well, with us, we, we have the turkey as part of the Christmas celebration. So it's not really, Americans will be like, what about, what is, there's nothing about a turkey for Christmas, I guess, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think the unit on its own in Age of Empires is also, it's not really, really Christmas related. I think it's, or I think it came with the conquerors, like the, Mezzo maps. I'm not so sure. I think you know it is one of the most um, gold-intensive civilizations in the game, right? I mean, their trash is just terrible. Uh, you know, they don't even get pikemen, I guess. Um, which civilization exactly then? The Turkey. Ah, Turks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that was a topic, right? Yeah. Um, ah, you were thinking about Turks, the um, Sif. Ah, yeah, yeah, indeed. No, no. I was thinking about the Turkey unit, the herdable. Oh, but really? <laughs> yeah. What's there to say about it? <laughs> well, uh, you eat turkey. And I think it, um, it's a herdable unit. Mm -hmm. uh, usually um, it has 100 food, like every other herdable. Right, right. It has two line of sight if you want to scout with it. So those are the things I prepared already. That's, is that the same as a sheep, just out of curiosity? Because we all know the sheep is a very good scouting unit. Uh, I'm going to say yes, but <laughs> I'm not sure. Hmm. So what is, what is your favorite thing about the turkey, though? The sound it makes. I knew it. But I'm actually not sure if if in um, DE they still make the same sound. I hope but they were so. introduced in Age of Empires Conquerors, I think. And then they had like the sound. The gobbledygook. They call it the gobbledygook. The gobbledygook. I love it, too. You you click it and you're like uh, shift-clicking to, to scout. And it's like... <laughs> And in my memory, but I'm not sure if it's true, it was way louder than all the other game sounds. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the sheep is meh, it's quite relaxing, quite understated. Uh, not, the, not the turkey. The turkey is like, I'm here, you're using me as a scout unit, and I will be, I will be heard, heard. Heard? I will be heard. As befits a herdable, <laughs> definitely. And um, you want to eat them as fast as possible for um, because as long as you keep hearing them, like you will not notice any attack sounds uh, if you're being rushed. So that's the reason you need to eat them before you get the boars. Do you think the villagers cook the turkey as they're harvesting it or do they eat it raw? Well, the most efficient way is to just uh, eat one turkey at a time. Mm. But sometimes if you really, really want to age up fast, then you can stuff it with some boar or with another turkey uh, or with some berries even. It's it's just uh, whatever you prefer. So what you're saying yeah. is if you task your vills on different food sources, their diet will be more balanced. Yeah. And that will actually give you a better eco. A faster eco, I think. Mm. I think the more you, if you take uh, one food source at a time, it will be probably more efficient. Okay, um, okay, okay. But the vils do get bored of this one-sided diet. <laughs> well, that was a quite a lot. Yeah, Is there yeah, anything uh, else about the turkey? <laughs> I don't really know what else I could say. Um, <laughs> one thing is that that same expansion that brought the turkey, and the, it was the Conquerors, I mm -hmm. clearly recall, they also brought jaguars in the game. Yeah, right, uh, right. Quite a, yeah. a scary, a, a lot more powerful almost, no, than a wolf. I don't know why. I, I've lost more vills to jaguars, I feel. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 but are they still in the E? Probably they are, right? I, honestly, I don't recall seeing a jaguar recently. Yeah, because when you tell me, I, I remember like the jaguar and I, it was a frightful unit, but now, in recent games, I don't think I've seen that much Jaguar units at all. I think there must be some Jaguars. Do you remember the sound they make as they hit your vill? Like, really, like, also quite a loud, like, feline roar. Yeah, uh, <laughs> probably like this. Um, <laughs> I remember the... When I try to think of it, I hear the lion sound of Age of Empires 1. I, I think it's... Um, in recent years in DE, I haven't really noticed the sounds as much as I used to. 
Mm, it all used to be a, a bigger experience, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I just found out where you can find turkeys. They are on the American maps, such as uh, C-Notes and Amazon. So all the meso maps that are originated there. Ah, don't play uh, those even, maps. Yeah. And there may be some special maps, but that might be the reason why we don't really see that much <laughs> turkey or jaguar. This is typical Penn. Somehow he brings a conversation to the maps before you know he'll be <laughs> discussing strategies and which map yeah. is best for which purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, well, so in conclusion, turkey is the most Christmassy unit we could think of. Yeah, probably. Um, and just make sure that you have access to gold. Uh so that you can keep producing at, at all times. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's uh, it's going to wrap it up for us. I hope every uh, listener takes something away from this interesting discussion and uh, have a happy Christmas. Yeah, uh, happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, whatever the saying is. And uh, we're uh, looking forward to the next year for all the new Age Vampire things. Even more interesting than the turkey unit. Hard to imagine there can be anything more interesting than the turkey units, but maybe there is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, and thank you for the zero for having us. Uh, Merry Christmas to all. Yes, thank you. Merry Christmas. Oh, it, it, where are all my jailers going? It looks like they're uh, running away here. And uh, is that, is is that you, Webs? Hey, on a um, on a what? giant horse. What are you What are you doing in a jail? Um, I, I thought you were also in jeopardy and captured, but it looks like you had the uh, better end of the deal here. Yeah, my my guys treated me like royalty. It was it was awesome over there. I got to got to talk with the the general. Got to speak with like some higher ups. It was great. They they treated me so well. I had incredible food. Oh my god! It's just like some European food. So good, so good. Oh my god! I you gotta try it. What'd you have? Okay. What what'd you get? It doesn't look great. I had rot. So yeah, there's that. Oh, uh, how how, I, was, how was that? How was that? Um, was. Um, surprisingly nutritious <laughs> well, at least uh, you know what at least you got that um at, at least i wasn't hungry i guess i guess i guess yeah, you gotta look at the bright side of things you're doing great you're doing great do, do you want to get let out of there yeah please please do actually while you're while you're taking these chains off can you uh do you know any way we can get out of here and maybe you know go back and make it back in time for christmas uh yeah, so I was talking to you know my higher ups who adore oh, so good so good. Um, they were telling me telling me about these like pretty pretty historic things that are going on, some stories that have been uh, sent around passed down for generations. Down the generations. You you understand what I'm talking about? And they were telling me about uh, how there were travelers that had come here before us, and they just climbed up the giant mountain that looks more like a steep hill for a long time. Um, for and like somewhere at the top of that it's uh they just never came back so either they died or they got back through that and do you want to take that chance or do you want to just like sit in your your cell well i was gonna say i feel like you might want to stay in this world at this point if you're the royalty here it's pretty uh, nice i think the question is to you but i will risk it i will chance it i guess i'd never really get a choice anyway so fine i'll follow <sighs> the walking up this hill is 
quite tiring, even with this epic music in the background. Why did you not take a horse? All right, mister, I'm on a horse and just walking up a hill slowly. It's, it's really not that bad. Just take Listen. Ho- you did this Listen, to yourself. Sam, okay. I'm going to make it needlessly harder so it takes way longer, okay? <laughs> fine, fine. Enjoy your hero's journey or whatever. I'm going to sit up here and enjoy my time. Look at the look at the sights. You, you didn't meet any uh, you know precarious creatures that might want us not to make it up this hill, did you? Uh, not that I heard of. Um, are you worried about anything? Ah! It's it, it kind of looks like a Pokemon, but all all I keep saying over and over again is Nictacular, Nictacular, Nictacular. Oh God! Run! Man, thing of nightmares that was. Actual nightmares like that. That is, I have had nightmares about that exact thing, and we're not in dream, right? Just to double check. I, I I think this is still reality. Okay. All right. I guess nightmares are just real now. Okay, whatever, whatever. No, this is. Well, I mean, listen. Just just because you don't want it to exist, you know, sometimes it does. And uh, that thing right there, it definitely exists. At least, yeah. Not just in my mind. We, no, it we did see existed. a thing, right? Yeah, we saw a thing. Now, as much as I hate to admit it, that thing existed. We are. Uh, we're almost at the top of the hill now. Nice. Uh, yeah, we're about there. Uh, what are we? Do you know what we're looking for? I didn't hear any specifics. I imagine it's the giant, you know, columns and fluffy clouds that are there uh, that will uh, get us to where we're trying to get to. You said this was uh, called Mount Olympus. Did you ever say that, or do we just not know this one? Uh, I, I think I think one of the soldiers might have called it that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I knew I heard it somewhere. I I never remember my sources. Um, is this actual Mount Olympus? It looks like it. Well, it, it does a little bit, yeah. But isn't this the, you know, home of the gods and stuff? That in front of us does not look like a god. It it looks a, a little more daunting, actually. It looks, looks like it's... It actually looks like the clouds are turning from, you know, their usual velvety selves to, uh, more and more foreboding. I don't... It's getting a little... Those are thunderclouds. Those are thunderclouds. I don't don't know if we're going to make it out of this one, Laps. Uh, Keep on trudging forward. It's too late. We can't go back now. Are you you seeing what I'm seeing in between these, you know, giant clouds? Um, I'll be honest. My eyesight isn't that great right now. And no. I mean, given the rain, it's probably probably hard to see anyway, but I... No No glasses. I think... Is it... Is it who I think it is kind of sitting on one of these thunder clouds? Who? It's... It's... It's you! Hello, ASAP Weekly. This is Tim, also known as Relentless. I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. And in the spirit of the holidays, I have a gift for you all. Well, it's not so much for you as it is for me. You just also benefit just by proxy. The gift I have given myself is that I ejected Lazero to outer space. Frankly, I was just tired of his voice, and I know you all were too. 
I mean, come on, the wheezes, the singing, the terrible jokes. It's been three years. Doesn't he know that we can't stand it? On top of that, when was he ever going to actually stream Rocket League? For the creator and host of a Rocket League podcast, all he ever streams is Age of Empires or Pokemon. Enough already. We get it. (sighs) But I digress. So it's with a full heart and a warm smile that I say, So long, Lazero, and Merry Christmas. Did we get smote? Is, is that the appropriate uh, conjugation of that verb? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. I also like, uh, I, I guess, I mean, listen, I, I don't want to add more backstory, but it seems like you're the person who doesn't scream when they're electrocuted. I guess that's what we found out today. I think what we found out is that the gods of Olympus don't like you because that was not painful at all. I will say, um, I don't know if I consider that person a god you know what i mean no i'm talking about the higher ones the ones that were you know outside around around you know that person yes no but you know what's Um, much better than worrying about the gods of olympus what um all the people that we've just suddenly came back to and it it seems like our the house is back in order Uh, it seems like everyone's here everyone's drinking eggnog we made it to our own christmas party yay are we here in time for christmas oh my gosh we made it Oh, it looks! It looks like there's a, a whole bunch of guests that have a couple more things they wanna they wanna tell us in person. This is amazing. In person, or maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Maybe, maybe you know, if if there's anyone left that isn't at this party uh-huh. but wants to wish a good one to everyone else, it's in their hearts that they send the note right now. All right, I'm gonna be the uh, in persona of those people and say, I wish you all. A Merry Christmas and a Happy Good Night. This uh, Christmas-themed poem is going out frank in our community. So have a listen and enjoy. Neon towers, boost for hours, rocking your favorite style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Eggs are laughing, drivers passing, bumping down the whole pitch. And on every preset you see, white octane, white octane, it's Christmas time in neon heights, and just revving cars rooming, soon it'll be Christmas day. Uh, and after that, uh, perhaps, uh, what are we going to do about, you know, that person that just smited us? Um, it's definitely smote, and I think that that's a next year problem. Uh, Wabs, is this, what do we learn from all this? Absolutely nothing. Never learning. Are you sure? No thought, head empty. I think what we did learn is at the end of the day, it's about the friends we made along the way. Stick around for some more behind the scenes.
I know, I know. You're like, I was like, oh, he's gonna explain this really, like, what's the whole concept of the thing, and then I'm like, nah, just, just, just say it. <laughs> just throw him, throw him in the deep end. Okay, well, uh, let, let's, uh, let's do it then. So, uh, a big, uh, big uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, um, lots of uh, joy and warmth to, uh, to everyone listening, to, to you as well, Robert. Um, I appreciate that. And, uh, and uh, yeah, just, just take the time to I thank you so much, Pat. And the way you said it uh, made me feel very like that was a very personal intention. And I'm like, Matt, I will call you on Christmas. I'm sure I'll have another opportunity where I'll uh, hit back with a uh, much more personalized <laughs> Merry Christmas. But I, just the way you said it, I was like, oh my, oh my goodness, this this felt very, uh, very uh, heartwarming. Uh, okay, so, so. The way the way we've done all these shows, Matt, are you ready for this? Okay, I'm ready. Uh, so the way we've done the, the the shows is that it's been like a Christmas party, right? And then like everyone shows up. Okay, so like all the greetings or like the the, the Christmas things are like a, like a thank you, right? Um, but this year I wasn't like specific that that was like the joke that's happening. You know what I mean? Like we're oh we're all at a Christmas party. Um, so I have. <laughs> I've thought of a way uh, to tie this all in together, and I mean, it only works if I can get this recording done, but I, I think it'll be hilarious, is essentially, what I'm going to do is, is my main co-host, Wabs, who's on one of my other shows, uh, we're going to pretend that we are stranded in space. <laughs> okay. And so, um, all of the uh, Christmas wishes... Um, uh, that we thought were actually being like sent up as like sorry we're being sent out at Christmas like oh we're at a party or whatever uh, those people people are gonna be people who have actually been tricked uh, into into thinking that it's is a party uh, but in fact uh, it is everyone we're, we're we're actually receiving just like random Christmas uh, wishes from around the globe okay and those who decide to to use the party format will just say that they were tricked into thinking it was a party or something i'm going to develop that plot further but the point is because i know there won't be any standardized way people are going to do it i'm going to try to tie it in and have like a greater plot line going through in between the random wishes from different people so that that's the that's the secret here here at the end of the show we're throwing it matt you get right now matt you're you're the end of the show okay this is <laughs> this okay. is it you know what i might already do the outro <laughs> Okay. Well, it was, uh, it was great. To, great to be on, and uh, good night, I guess. Good night. Good night. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for being through where I explained the plot, but I don't want to explain it early. Or maybe even better, maybe I clip. I'll put you like in the begin or like in the normal place, the first part of this show, uh, and then transition out somehow, and then throw this part as the very ending. So like the second part of, of this one pre-show that we're gonna post like a week in advance, um, and. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a plot thread line that I'm gonna try to get going. Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. It might have to involve me doing the the scariest thing for me, which is uh, what is it? Acting. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, don't ask me to to do that. My my, are you ready for a heart? I need a heart wrenching. Um, this is uh, I'm sending a message to all these people, and they see. Oh, actually, okay, maybe. <laughs> Maybe, maybe part of the plot is that you're like sending you're like sending out an SOS for people to help you and then instead you're just getting back like this random feedback of Christmas uh, best wishes <laughs> and you're like
like, no, save me, guys. And then and then it's just like another Christmas, like, thank you. And then it's like, okay, I'll try these guys over here. Maybe maybe they'll be able to hear my my like signal from space. And then and then they're just like, thank you. This, this just sounds like a bad dream. This sounds cruel. Uh, it's cruel for me, but I think it might be entertaining for the listeners. If I, if I can actually make it, like, actually have a thread going through it. Um, I know this will be a big undertaking. I'm kind of, like, I'm waiting for a lot of people to send in, uh, in some of the stuff. I, I actually, I've already had a couple, couple people do it. Uh, the one nice thing is here, I guess, more tidbits at the end of the show, after the show, or for the, you know, the few people that actually get to the pre-show first, uh, is I think I'll get... Well, the cool thing is that this year, I think we have a lot more representation from, like, the different games. Um, because the last time we did the special is very, like, Rocket League-focused. Uh, but now I've made an eff- an active effort to uh, make more Age of Empires and Pokemon and, and kind of expand ex- expand, expand it. Expand it. Uh, so so it'll, be, it'll be nice kind of getting all the communities together. Uh, yeah, that wasn't a gap for Matt to talk. It's actually me just drinking water because I don't think Matt knows where to go for me. <laughs> no, I have no clue. I'm just I'm just sitting silently and following your lead. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, how about this? You you have uh, two minutes. Um, so you you've heard my outlandish sci-fi plot. Okay. Um, do you have any any ways that I can tie in either Age of Empires, either Pokemon, or either Rocket League into this ridiculous, silly thread I'm going to try to spin for the show. For this audio-only show. <laughs> uh, well, well, Rocket League. Rocket sounds outer space, so... So I, I should have, like... Oh, there's a flying car. Should I do stuff like that? Yeah, there's a flying car towards me <laughs> trying to demolish my ship. My, I could do that. I like that. I like that. How about Age of Empires? How, how would I fit oh, in... Uh, that's a, that's a little tougher. Uh, is there like a? T- are we gonna do like a time travel like uh, plot? Like what? What do we think? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. Okay. Like, cause I don't know if a time travel or just like all of a sudden, you know, like none of the museum style. You're just there, and then all of a sudden, like these toy figurines, you know, come to life. I'm I'm pl- I'm yeah. just playing Age of Empires, lost like in space, you know, waiting for someone to respond to my call, and then they become real things, or this is it all just a figment of my imagination? Okay, that's pretty good. And then I mean, Pokemon, I guess I guess it wouldn't be too too hard to do. Um, yeah, there you go. All right, I I'm I'm concocting this this plot together, and uh, all our listeners will uh, either get to tell me how terrible it was, uh, or or enjoy it. Uh, you know what? A bit of both. That's kind of what I go for on these shows. Yeah, I mean, both. I, I, I don't discount both. Uh, yes, yes. Here's the question, because, so, I'm, I'm also, like, asking people to, like, you know, if they have songs or, like, read-alongs or poetry, like, Christmas really, they want to do, they want to send them along. My question to you is, do you have anything? Do you have any, any singing that you would like to do or like to see included on the show? Uh, certainly no singing that I would like to do. <laughs> How about this? Any uh, requests? Is there anything that you'd like me to sing, perhaps? Oh. Uh, not right now, but, like, for the show itself. I might, I might throw it into the show. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, I figured not right now. I don't know. You could, you could, sing, a, you could sing a nice Christmas carol for, for the listeners. Yeah, maybe, maybe something Polish. Who knows? Yeah, they're... <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right. 
there you go. Uh, that is your uh, foreshadowing slash aftershadowing of our Christmas show, which now has become, just by me having this pre-show, has become a much greater undertaking than it was previous. Yeah, this sounds quite, uh, quite like quite an undertaking. Okay, well, okay, because here's the thing. All I gotta do is is pretty much just make like six or seven segments of the plot, and then just interspite slice all the other stuff around it. So the editing itself will probably be the harder part. And it, it just has to be somewhat cohesive. Anyway, we'll see you. Thank you for listening to pre-show. Peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.